0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Pick and Roll. We're here today to give you some NBA discussions and picks as we are on every weekday on the Board NBA YouTube channel. Make sure you have dropped a like and subscribed over there and the Board NBA Twitter account. Give us a follow for all updates on the shows and you can also check out the show live over there as well. Don't be afraid as well if you can't catch it live to rewatch on those platforms or any podcast platform that you choose, just search, pick, and roll. This is, of course, part of the Hammer Betting Network. Visit thehammer.bet for all of your sports betting needs. But over here, it's all about basketball. Over here, it's all about the picks at the end of the day. And with the picks, uh, there's been some success. Yesterday, it was a 3 and one day. We'll say that, unfortunately, the one play that does lose is that one-and-a-half unit play. But let's go into the recap on these plays. One um, second. Had a bit of technical issues there, but here we go. Oh, it's still not working. There we go. Okay. So go to the BedSim app, bedsim.app on your website or you can go to the bedstamp app from the app store or google play store go to the find better section and the media picks you can see pick and roll up to a 45 and 30 record up to almost 11 percent roi just one tick under that so let's see the plays that were on display yesterday and uh well we don't need to cover all of them because there are four here uh let's the Garland and Giannis one, no sweats. Those ones cash quite easily as the Cavaliers dismantle the Bucks. I think the score rather flattered them in the end, so won't dwell on that. Uh, would like your thoughts on the Bankero play and the LeBron play quickly before we switch to uh, the one loser. But Bankero just clears on the points by three, clears the assist by half an assist, and LeBron, whew, of all the plays we've lost by half a point, half a, half a whatever, LeBron clears by half a point, so good to see there. What were your thoughts on those ones?
1: So actually, yeah, Banquero, I think he missed like four free throws. He was carrying a great game and also assists. I think he had ten potential assists. Ball, ball, ringed two laps on his assists, but he got there and we have a winner. That's so that's great. I think Banquero had overall a pretty good game. Uh, the second one, LeBron James, we should thank like De'Aaron Fox for two technicals and yeah, rejection yeah. in the last three minutes of the game. That's what, that's the thing that get, got us over. But the game was, uh, LeBron James had uh, 22 points one minute into the second half and then the, the Kings went on a crazy run and he was just like standing there trying to get everyone involved. I think he had Eight assists in the second half. And the defense was the same. He just didn't want to force anything because they were down by 20. But he likes his 30 points games. And late into the third, into the fourth, he actually got there. Yeah.
0: And uh, let's go to the one play that was, unfortunately, again, it was that one and a half unit play. Um, Bogdanovich, I think he goes over by half. A three pointer. He gets three three pointers, I think it was, in the end. Trey Young only ends on six assists. I was really praying this one would sneak into overtime because uh, the Bulls hit a buzzer beater to take away the overtime, but Trey Young stuck on six. But it was a slow start from the assist category for Trey Young. And it was a slow start because he was the only player scoring for the Hawks. Uh, that's at least what I saw from the box score. Is that what you saw maybe from watching the game?
1: This bet. I just, I will need 10 minutes to talk about everything that went wrong. First one is they didn't start Bogdan Bogdanovic. He was suddenly going off the bench and he was starting the last game and the roster was the same. No one came back from the injury. So that was a weird one. And I was also actually thinking Treyang working with Bogdan in pick and rolls, like guard to guard pick and roll. And then... Mm. Out and stuff, and that's the first thing. Second thing, uh, Chicago Bulls completely changed their defensive scheme, they were just staying on their guys and letting Trayang cook, which was a terrible decision. They won, but that was some lucky stuff. That's the second thing. The third thing was, uh, suddenly Hawks started playing Trayang off the ball, which helps him help, help, help his three-point shooting because he was catching the ball wide open for a couple of times and got hot. Fourteen, he got hot and didn't... He was just shooting yeah, like yeah. crazy. And even with all that, he had 15 potential assists. So he was expected to have nine assists in this game. So yeah, if you look at that, like... And the last thing, four seconds left, the Rosen air balls, the, the mid-range shot, ball... Like directly to Collins, and he was like, "This ball slips from him, and I make the buzzer beater on the offensive rebound in in the middle of four Hawks players. Like that was just unlucky, 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 unlucky. I mean, but yeah, we 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 won, we won uh, LeBron James by one, and Banquero by one, so we we can like that's the. Yeah, that's it. But I will obviously play this one for one and a half unit like every time.
0: Yeah, it's all about the process. As we said early on in the show, when when picks weren't going our way, it was all about the process. The process is still there and it's easy to dwell on the bad luck. Like, you know, John Collins missing a rebound. But yeah. then, like you said, two technicals late for LeBron James gets him over by half a yeah. point. So you have to recognize both sides. It's just it, it's second. It, it's in the nature of a sports better to more dwell on the bad losses rather than the maybe somewhat lucky wins for, for lack of a better term. But let's move into the discussion part of today. And I would like to talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers. So avoided a bit of talking about that play that won. Giannis easily cleared his points line as did Darius Garland on that same game parlay, but the Cavaliers I was worried the blowout was going to ruin this bet because the Cavaliers, for oh, much of this game, were leading by like 20 points in and around there. At the end, the Bucks kind of flattered themselves by bringing it down to an 8-point deficit, but... Oh my God, do the Cleveland Cavaliers look good? We've been talking about the Eastern Conference as a two horse race, and it kind of has been. Bucks are 22 and 9. Celtics are 22 and 10 after losing three in a row. The Cavaliers have won five in a row. They are 22 and 11 in third place. So I kind of want to ask is this Cavaliers team good enough to take down either of those teams and be the team that comes out of the East in the playoffs?
1: I actually think they have a pretty good chance with with, with both teams. Like, I, they they are great. They have a great team to play against the Bucks, as we saw last night. Like, you have Evan Mobley and Jared Allen to protect the rim, and you have like great pull-up shooters in Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland to go against the Bucks' defensive scheme. So they are well suited in that, in, in in that matchup, as we saw last night. And I think they have a great chance in that matchup. If you take a look at the Boston Celtics, they played twice this year two overtimes and two wins by Cleveland Cavaliers. So, when they are, and one game was actually without Darius Garland. So, uh, if you look at the Cows and when they are healthy, they will also get Rubio back during the season. So, big. if you look at this roster and we look at they are they are built for the players. Like they play slow pace, great defense, and they have tough shots makers in Garland and, and Mitchell. Like you just give the ball to their guys, to these two guys and they'll figure it out. So that's like, they're playing a playoff basketball in during the, during the regular season. And
0: that's why they're winning the games. I will say, uh, they beat the Bucks handily. Chris Middleton wasn't playing, so that's obviously a bit of a factor there. But the Cavs, they definitely look like the real deal this season. Just Garland can go off for 40 points in one game. Donovan Mitchell can go off for 40 points, and uh, just consistently, every sport defense wins championships. The, the Cavs have great defense. So do the Celtics. So do the Bucks. But uh, I don't I'm starting to think it's not as clear cut as just a two horse race in the East as as I've definitely been saying over the last few weeks, the Cavaliers seem like they are the real deal. A lot of games to go. I question their ability to manage injuries because I think they are extremely top heavy with their roster. So they stay healthy then for sure. And I'm really interested to see what they do at the deadline. If at the trade deadline, they can get an actual three, like a small forward to supplement Mitchell Garland, Mobley and Allen. Like this team could be the best team in the NBA. Like, a player, like just top of my head, player like OG and an OB, really tough to get a player like that. But just a two-way forward to slot into that three spot instead of like working around uh, Lamar Stevens, Isaac Okoro, Karis Levert would would take this team to the next level. Uh, OG might be a little bit too far there. You can find just more of a, just like, like even jay crowder like a, a, as much as he's more of a four these days just just a more reliable shot maker and a more reliable defender i i think that is uh, a huge difference there and actually somebody in the chat agrees with me there jay jay crowder perfect one is available Boyan bogdanovich another one who could be available a little bit more expensive so uh yeah, i think that's I know interesting sorry i know this guy
1: i know Javan, the
0: guy that make, made the comment okay he's actually
1: fun so yeah, but I, uh, I can not just, in my head, uh, connect a reliable shooter and J. Crowder, that's like…
0: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. More reliable. That's, okay. You can't be less yeah. reliable than Isaac Okoro. Any player other yeah, than Okoro is more reliable than him shooting. Yeah,
1: that's true. But Jake Hunter is the guy. Like, one game he'll make <laughs> seven threes and then yeah, yeah. one from seven four. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, but, I feel it, uh, yeah. I feel the same way. It's just like it's an upgrade. Agree. Yeah, but I agree. Jake Adler will do well with this team. And <laughs> you mentioned OG, I don't know. Man, if they get OG, like, give them the ring immediately. <laughs> like, OG okay. ain't going so, anywhere. Yeah, that was just a... I mean, yeah, I you know. You said the, the type of a player. Like, yeah I, yeah, I understand. But I'm just saying, like, I will give everything for OG on, on this team. Like, that, that's, that will be amazing. They'll be, like, first favorite to win. So, there's, yeah, I'll, I'll need to take some time to think about the great three and D wings. But mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah, but yeah uh, OG. I
1: mean,
0: this, there's a lot of teams that if they had OG, they'd be next level. Like another one is the Grizzlies. Like it just that—that that is the the player that they are missing. And the Raptors, uh, it's just it's just so good to have. Yeah, Javon says that he'd give away his firstborn for. OG. Um, Also, since we're on Raptors, uh, in case y'all didn't see, Siakam dropped 52 points on 25 shots yesterday at MSG. So had to get that in in some way before we transition into now our Thrive Fantasy segment. There is a very big contest being offered up by Thrive Fantasy for the Christmas period. They have an NBA Christmas Day contest, only $20 to enter and $25,000 in made available so you have a few days to get your picks in over here but as usual with Thrive Fantasy there's 20 players that you can choose from all have player props associated with them and with their player prop they have a value associated to their over or under a point total and with those point totals you can rack up points get yourself on the leaderboard first prize for this contest can land five thousand dollars. NBA fans know how important those Christmas Day games can be. The NBA does a great job of finding the best matchups to have on Christmas Day. Makes it really exciting to watch as an NBA fan. And with this great prize available, you can sign up to Thrive Fantasy with code HAMMER for an instant 100% deposit match up to $250. But don't stop there. Don't just go for the Christmas Day one. You can also go to other contests on Thrive Fantasy, like NFL contests, whatever sport you're interested in, because they have over $200,000 in guaranteed prizes weekly. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for these player props. So tons of great contests available for you to try. And again, With that code HAMMER, you can sign up and get that $250 bonus, and you only need to use 20 of that to get involved with this Christmas Day contest. So we're going to do something a little bit different. We always like to give out the picks here, but because we have a few days to wait for this one, Pips is going to give one to two for the contest today and one or two for the contest tomorrow, and you guys can try to use those to get yourself in line for that $5,000 grand prize. Pips, uh, anything on this one that you like? I know lines probably aren't out for these games yet, but... Maybe some hidden value on the board.
1: So, the first one I'll go with Russell Westbrook over 11 and a half rebounds and assists. Without AD, he'll get much more time, and I think he can cover this line pretty easily. Mm -hmm. And the second one is the same game Uh, Luka Doncic over 41 and a half total points and assists. Yeah, the Lakers' defense without AD ain't great. And Dallas is actually a bit of a, str- in a struggle lately. So I think this game could actually be close. And if it four minutes, I think Luka Doncic will clear this line.
0: I'm pretty confident about that one. So two good plays there as the Lakers are taking on Dallas on Christmas Day. Make sure to check back into the episode tomorrow for a couple more of these selections for this Thrive Fantasy contest. Again, $25,000 in prizes. A really good time to sign up now. For Thrive Fantasy, if you're watching on Twitter, I have the link underneath the live stream to sign up. But you can just search Thrive Fantasy and enter code HAMMER to access this great bonus exclusive to the Pick and Roll Show. Now we're going to move on into the official pick segment of the show. And it's a small slate, but Pips mentioned before the show that he actually really, really liked the slate, even though it is just the two games. And he's got two official plays coming for you guys. Both are same game parlays. First one is in the Spurs game as they take on the New Orleans Pelicans at the Pelicans. heres it. Here it is. So the first one is
1: Devin Vassell over 18.5 points and CJ McCollum over 19 and a half points so we have a game between the san antonio Spurs, who over the last 15 games or over the entire season allowed by far the most points they are like clear at at the top at points allowed per game So without yeah yeah so without zion zion is out ingram is out and cj scored 28 27 and 31 in the last three games against Utah Jazz, Phoenix Suns, and Milwaukee Bucks, and all that with Zion playing. And tonight, without him, I just love CJ to score 20-plus points to continue his great shooting four. And the second part of this bet is Devin Vassell. After start going from the bench a couple of games with the injury, he started last two. The first one was 18 points against the Miami Heat, but he was shooting poorly in that game. And in the last game, he scored 26 against the Houston Rockets in a blowout, only 28 minutes, and he scored 26. But one of the main reasons I'm betting this one is that this team has already played two games. And in the first game, it was a blowout win by Pelicans and Vassel scored 26. And the second game was, again, the blowout win by Northern Pelicans and Vassell scored 25. And in both of these games, he was playing next to Keldon Johnson, who is probably out tonight again. And without him, he'll just have massive usage. And, yeah, I just love him to get over this this line as he was doing great against the Pelicans. And I think he's about to repeat that.
0: Yeah, we had CJ McCollum on a ticket a couple of days ago. That one cleared easily with all the guys injured. Uh, C.J. McCollum, a great spot for him here against the Spurs. And Devin Vassell having a good season here, liking that one. Let's move into the second game here. Wizards are taking on the Jazz in Utah. And uh, you have both of the marquee players, I'd say, for each of these teams. Bradley Beal and Laurie Markkinen on the points. Here's your second play.
1: So my second play is Beal over 19.5 points and Laurie Markkinen over 19.5 points, which is 1-105 on the Kings. So, uh, this one, I, I will usually take Bill over uh, his regular line, but Porzingis is questionable, so it's too early to, to just decide do we want to go with his points total or... So I, I'm, I'm just taking the lower line if, if, if there is, like, Porzingis playing. So, but Bill was clearing this line with Porzingis and Kuzma both on the floor. He I think he cleared this line in... Can you just? show the yes so if we take a look at this he's like that's like almost 15 games in a row where he scored that's 13 games in a row where he scored 20 plus points and he was clearing this line obviously for the entire season he the last game was a pretty difficult matchup against the phoenix suns and he cleared this line pretty easily even though he started like one from 10 from the field he had amazing fourth quarter and you Jazz is like one of the best matchups for him in the entire league. And the second part of this bet is Lauri and who came from the injury and just crazy shot making. First 31 points against the Pelican, uh, Pelicans. Then a uh, blow, huge blowout against the Cleveland Cavaliers. He was guarded by Mobley and Jerry Allen and still end up scoring 24 in three That's quarters. Crazy. He was just like aggressive and doing everything. And against the Detroit Pistons like, last game, he scored 38. So yeah, if you look at this graph, graphically, this in 8 out of the last 10 and Wizards are actually over the last 15 games, they are actually allowing the second most points to opposing teams, which is a little bit behind San Antonio Spurs. So that's why I'm liking today's games because we have three th- three out of the four teams are in are in top 5 in points allowed and they are a lot a ton of points to opposing forwards like small forwards and power forwards they are second in the league over the last 15 games and yeah i think when you look at some other people like lowry type of player scoring they were going nuts against the wizards and yeah i just like lowry to score 20 plus points here
0: so two good spots. It's a small slate, but you heard Pips. He likes the, the bets that we have here. Two same-game parlays. Actually, uh, both of the numbers on the odds have actually come in the favor of the better here. So let's recap the plays. First of all, in the Spurs at Pelicans, Vassell over 18.5 and McCollum over 19.5 points. Uh, was minus 120 DraftKings. Apparently now it is minus 115 available at DraftKings. So um, good number to get over there on that one. Even better than what we wanted to give out. And the second play is another same game parlay, Wizards at Jazz, Bradley Beal, and Larry Markkinen, 20-plus points each. This has also shifted from the 105 at DraftKings. It is now plus 100, according to a couple of our viewers there. So thank you for keeping us updated on that. But still, but still two really good plays over there for you guys to hit for your Thursday slate. Thursday's always a bit of a small slate, but some high-value plays. here. So let's try to get a couple of winners and go into Friday, reminding you guys about the schedule. On schedule completely this week, we're going live every weekday, so we will be live tomorrow. Next week, we'll be live Monday and Tuesday, but not for the rest of the week as we enjoy a little bit of the holiday period, getting in that holiday spirit. Hopefully, you guys watching as well can get in a bit of a, a, a bit of a break uh, from your sort of daily lives and enjoy some of that period maybe with some friends, maybe with some family. Reminder, you can catch this live on the Board NBA YouTube account. Drop a like if you're currently watching there live and make sure you are subscribed to the channel. Follow us on Twitter at the Board NBA for all uh, all-account information, and even checking out the shows live over there. Visit the thehammer.bet for more sports betting content. The Christmas period, as much as it is time to kind of unwind, still tons of sports, so tons of sports betting that you can make. Sports betting content is always present on thehammer.bet. Type that in your browser. You can check out other sports beyond the NBA. Thank you again, guys. We'll see you tomorrow.